here we go. Well, new out off topic. Hello, Brad. Good evening, Andrew. We are actually in the same room tonight. We are, so it should sound uh, a little better this week. Or a little different. Yeah, a little more freer flowing, I guess. Atmospheric. It does It does work better when we're together, unfortunately. Nothing we can do about it, though. I up and ran away. You sure did. Leaving you high and dry with this whole entire setup in your basement of microphones and mixing boards that we don't even get to use anymore. No. <laughs> but we dug it up today for a uh, old throwback episode while I'm in town. Last episode of 2021. It is. So we're going to have to do some housekeeping today. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You want to start with what you did today? I think I could probably wrap it into the main topic of tonight. Well, I guess we might as well do some Project Car State of the Union stuff. Yeah, kind of where we're at, what our thoughts and plans are, what our future holds for all of the individual Project Cars. This is where I get embarrassed, though. You have a lot. Not only do I have a lot, but there'll be things that I said I was going to do last year. Somebody goes back to last year's last episode of the year, and they're going to be like, wow, that didn't happen. The good news is we don't remember what we say. True. Yeah. So. It's like, uh, what was that show where the rules are made up and everything was fake? Whose line is it anyway? There you go. Um, Whose project car is it anyway? I didn't have two project cars last year at this time that I have now. That's true. And I didn't have... Nope, just one. I think only one new project car. One, two no. new cars. I mean, you brought the Cressida back. Yeah, but that wasn't a project. It's pretty much ready, right? I mean, it's a project just, as in the fact that it always has little things here and there, but I mean, it's currently broken. But I just call all my cars that I own in my collection project cars because they all require a little maintenance here and there. I call them collector cars, and we do small projects on them. The project cars are the big, the big time ones. But well, then I don't have any of those. All right, we can do a <laughs> cars we own state of the union today. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I think actually it was like maybe it was this week last year. I looked at the G twenty because Chris had it. Okay. And then I bought it like a couple weeks later uh, in January. Is it was it in January? Was it that early? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because it sat for a while. I it was clear. I drove it home. And I was like, I'll get to this when it's a little warmer out. And I didn't start doing stuff till till like March and April. Um, and that car went really far. I still hadn't fixed the ABS because it's really expensive. Yep. But I did a bunch of other stuff, all the brakes, new wheels and tires, a new suspension, lowering, new rear sway bar. Uh, Fancy headlights. Yeah. Fancy shift knob. Yep. Track days. Yeah. That's had some. Uh, that's been a hell of a year for that car, actually. Yeah, that car's been very good. Yeah, that's not a. Uh, I, I would actually consider that one a project car. Yeah. Because you bought that one in kind of a state of. It wasn't. Oh, it ran a drive fine. Uh, everything, a lot of things worked. Yeah, it just needed to be gone through. Yeah the the prior owner took really good care of it. Like I barely cleaned it. Yep. It just got to the point where it needed to be. Kind of. I don't know. The guy was tired of it. I guess. Yeah, it just needed uh, some new energy infused in it, I guess. And then while I was dealing with that thing, I ended up buying um, a Q45. Sure. I didn't touch that till the end of the year. And now recently I've done front brakes to it. I have strokes, shocks and struts for it. Today I did the rear diff fluid. Yep. Um, 
wasn't that wasn't that dirty. It was pretty dirty, but it needed it. It was probably original. Yeah, it wasn't beyond usefulness. It was just time to change it. Yeah, almost just a general miles. general maintenance thing. Um, yeah, and then the town. I didn't unfortunately get back to my house because of all the kitchen renovation I was doing. Part half of my garage was taken up for quite a while, so I didn't get that back to my house till I think July. And I drove it like a couple times and realized that the clutch master was bad. Okay. So I did swap that out. <clears throat> so that was done. That was really all I did to that car. I don't think I you drove it much. very much. No. Yeah. I took it to a donut meet from the uh, to the Revival Motoring guys. That was when I realized the clutch master was going out in traffic. Yeah, 200-mile drive. <laughs> no, no, no. Down there, it's like 100 miles. Round, round and back, maybe. Okay. But it's not. It's not local, is what Providence. I'm saying. You weren't. You weren't right around the corner when when you realized it was breaking. So it was. Uh, yeah, I was in the. I was in traffic in the uh, I-93 tunnel in Boston. I was like, oh, let me just. I just need to get. Did you get there? Try not to go through first and second too much. Like, Does that car have a lockout switch for the clutch for oh, the starter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because my Eclipse does not. Weird. That Which wasn't a European thing? Two years newer, yeah. You would think they would just keep them all with them. Nope. doesn't have one unless it's broken in it's the It's probably broken open, in the off. Yeah. The Mirage did that. But yeah, it does, it does not have a functioning one, I can tell you that. I've never dug into it because it's fine with me not having it. And in fact, actually, a couple of years ago, if I had one, I would have wound up being towed home because I also lost the Clutch Master. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was able to get it home with... Uh, Shutting it off at stoplights and putting it in gear and like lugging the starter to get it going again. They do have the little rubber bumpers that push the switch that fall out, but that usually winds up in the opposite way. The car won't start. Right. So I don't have that issue. Um. Yeah, I didn't do much to that. The Galant didn't need a whole lot. I did. I did flush the brake fluid and change the fluids, like gear oils and stuff, and transfer case and rear end because I did a track day with that. Yep. I ended up adding coilovers, which was good because those struts were Oh, that was this toasted. year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's still got a thing where it's running like 10 degrees too hot. I did a thermostat that was 10 degrees cooler. It's still not helping it. Hmm. I did some ducting. It's still not helping it. I think the radiator is just not that efficient, and I found an aluminum one I'm going to pick up over the winter, so I can put that in in the spring. Hopefully that solves it. Should that be a direct bolt-in? Yes. Okay. I finally found one. Um, other than that, that car's been pretty good. The Montero, I didn't drive very much. Nope. I think I figured out the leak. It's quote-unquote leak. It was... I had the windshield test. It wasn't the windshield. Um, but under the passenger side floor, one of the plugs that they put in the floor. Yep. So on the... Under the carpet, it's like, um, sound barrier, sound stuff. Sure. The rubberized sound stuff. That's then painted over with body color. Okay. The little plug that goes in the body had rotted out. There's a little tiny hole in it. And I don't know if it was wicking moisture from the air up into the carpet. And then the car just being damp and humid. Or maybe the water would just run down the firewall and, like, follow a path to that particular area. I don't know. I don't know how moisture is getting into this truck. Some people think it was just the humidity of it not being driven enough. Could have been. Um, we do. You do live in a pretty humid area. I bought so. some aluminum tape and sealed it, mm-hmm. and then I left the carpet pulled up and I put a desiccant container in there. Sure. Over the winter, hopefully it dries it out. Hopefully it stays the same. But winter is generally drier here too, yeah. which is good. So. Oh, I put a snorkel on it that didn't fit that well. That was a whole thing. Yep. 
It took me a while to install. Did you do any off-road trips with it this year? Not really. Oof. No. It's been a rough year for you driving-wise. You can go many places. No. I have a bumper for it I need to finish still. Yep. Um, I have new lights for it I didn't put on. Probably due to the fact that, A, the whole COVID <clears throat> thing is still a thing. It's harder. To, there's not as many events all the time. Yeah. There's more now, but at the beginning of the year, there weren't. Plus, you know, you're raising a child now. It takes a little bit of your fun car time away. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even change the oil in it. I wanted to change the oil and have it tested and see what metals were in it to maybe help diagnose the ticking right we kind of think it's maybe a worn camshaft and maybe we would see those metals in there so i'm going to try to do that in the spring so ideally we can try to fix that ticking because it doesn't it hasn't gotten worse it just soldiers on and doesn't seem to care but it just annoys me now yep i can see that like it's it's weird the truck just runs and doesn't care yeah, it makes weird noises, but doesn't seem to affect their performance. Um, Which you do have that long block, short block, short block. Yeah, the short block. That I brought for you. It's ready to go, so. Yeah. That is all my cars. I haven't. I think I'm mostly wagon. focused on the G20. I think the G20 was one of those deals where it was so close that it was like everything you did was immensely satisfying. It was also in the driveway, so when I went. To use something, it was there. Right. I just used it. Did you do anything to your daily? Nope. Sweet. I put a roof rack on it. I poked a hole in the seat with a, a pair of side cutters. Yeah, that'll get fixed. You can barely see it. Um, like, if I didn't tell you it was there, you wouldn't be able to find it. I think I wouldn't be able to find it even knowing it's there. Because it's already, it's already perforated? Yeah. Looks like more perforations in the leather. I mean, I did like maintenance to it, like a cabin filter. <laughs> sure, that's not even exciting. I recorded a bunch it. of videos I still haven't edited and put up. Okay, I didn't do that either. So, um, we're still working on the uh, Auto Off Topic website. I got to hustle on that a little bit this week. Yeah, we're not working very hard. Um, well, that was because what immediately took up the thing was that we have everything switched over. To a new host. Yeah, which should so, be good now, I think, right? I have to check the Google stuff, but everything everywhere else it should be working fine. Are you checking it right now? Yeah, it's not there yet still. Yeah, I'll check it again. I had a weird issue with my Mac where I went to log into it using the correct password. It was like, no, incorrect password. I was like, what? And there's this whole thing. It's like, oh, I had spilt coffee on the keyboard, so maybe one of the buttons is wrong. Like, it's not. <laughs> so it's not an issue with the website at all? <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, I can't log into my actual computer. Oh, okay. And I, it was like a, I was doing like this reboot. That's uh, I gotta look at that later. See so new keyboard. I cleaned it again. Okay. Hopefully that's it. But anyway, that's all my stuff. Yeah, I just looked to see that episode. So the last episode is still not on Google Podcasts. So it has not hit my particular. Yeah, Google player. Podcasts is. Apparently, extremely difficult for some reason to update the RSS feed. But the problem is so many players pull from Google Podcasts. Yeah. That's where they get the list from. And it's annoying because the one I use does. And, you know, I don't generally listen to our show because, uh, you know, I'm part of it. But it doesn't pull anything. Sorry, it doesn't. I don't have the new episode. And anybody who uses a, an aftermarket player, which is a lot of Android people, don't have it unless they use iTunes or their Android or they use Spotify. 
But a lot of people use Spotify because they use music, and we For are sure. on Spotify. I just don't like, and personal preference, I don't use Spotify <clears throat> for a podcast player because I don't like how it tracks the episodes you've watched, like uh, listened to, I should say, because it doesn't, it's not intuitive to go from one episode to the next. Okay. It kind of gets muddy. I haven't used it for that. Yeah, it kind of gets muddy in there, so I don't like it. We're also on Amazon, if you use Amazon Music. Yeah, I, I did use it because I listened to, I think, Crime Town Season 2 or 3 was exclusively on Spotify. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and I used it to listen to that, and it would frustrate me because the episode would end, and then it wouldn't play the next episode. It would play the previous episode. And then if you just wait long enough, it shows up on the other players. Eventually, yeah, but I was all hyped up after listening to the first couple of seasons, and I needed to hear some more, so... Uh, yeah, so my project car, State of the Union time. We got two hours, right? Oh, maybe. One, one, ten minutes for each know. car? I only took 12 minutes. That's it? Yeah. So I better take an hour. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where am I at? We'll start with the car I've owned the longest, which would be the Camaro. Didn't touch it at all this year. Yeah, you did. I what? did drive it this year. Yeah. I drove it in May. You- Came back for your birthday. I did a ton of miles in it, actually. How yeah. did I forget that? I did like a thousand miles in the car. Yeah, it only needed a couple of things, right? To pull, you pull it out of storage. Yeah, I pulled it out of storage. We did the. Wasn't that one of the valve cover gaskets? Valve was cover pinched? gasket was leaking, and the thermostat housing was leaking. Yeah. So I fixed that. Uh, you had to JB weld the carb. Yeah, that's the. Like an original repair. So somebody had done some kind of a bodgy kind of glue on it at one point in its life way before i owned it so those old yeah like 1977 yeah probably 10 year old car those old quadra jets they had a stone filter in the front of them and if you over tightened the housing it would over tighten the fitting on the filter it would crack the housing of the carb and that was done you know again way before even i owned it and i've owned the car since the late 80s early 90s um Somebody tightened that thing too much and cracked it, and uh, it was leaking fuel out of it. So um, it it lasted that long. So I was like, well, I guess I can probably kind of bodge it back together again. So I did it a little differently than they did. After I sanded off the material, I noticed that they had uh, just kind of put it over the crack. So what I did was I kind of filed like a channel so the JB Weld stuff would have a place to go to fill in so it wouldn't just sit on top. So it like went in, and I said it smooth, and it became part of the thing. So it worked for the 1,000 miles I drove it, because uh, Naomi and I actually drove that car all the way up to Maine and back. Plus, mm-hmm. I, I used it, like, every day for that week just as a drive, a daily driven car. Mm-hmm. So that was the best birthday in a while. So that was my uh, my 40th birthday present to myself was to drive the car for a week. <laughs> so it worked well. Um, so, yeah, I did use that this year. I forgot that, that was this year. Man. These past two years, everything just blends together. I don't know what was what. 2020 was, was 10 years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd... For anybody listening to this in the future, it wasn't. It just feels like it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So on top of that, then I would say last year I shipped out the Staring and the Blue Colt. Uh, the Blue Colt this year, again, probably a ton of miles. I probably put 4,000 miles in that car this year. Um. I did have an issue with the starter, but I think that was it. There wasn't any other issues with that car. I just drove it and drove it and drove it. It's actually to the point where it probably needs tires. So that's uh, that car has been driven a lot. I did get excited because Techno Toy Tuning T3 suspension mm-hmm. uh, just announced about a month ago that they're doing suspension kits for lots of different Japanese cars. 
and basically you ship them up your uprights and your control arms and they build stuff to spec and send it back to you and nice. put it in your car so uh, I'm pretty much in love with the T3 stuff in my blue Cressida the 78 so I'll be doing that hopefully in 2022 um, I'd like to get that car set up to do some events maybe some track days or at least some road rally stuff like the DWA rally some of that kind of stuff so it's going to require new front suspension I need to go through the brakes um, and I've located a couple I actually need to pick one up uh, five-speed transmissions for it that are cable shifted from Mighty Max pickups mm. so that'll be a huge upgrade in that car to go from the cable first clutch stage. right yep no, not cable shifted excuse me cable clutch so that'll be a huge upgrade in that car to go from the four speed to the five speed and it will enable me to be able to drive it longer distances to go to these rallies and track days and things without towing the car so that's going to be important um next would probably be the 74 colt that car had probably the most progress this year because i bought that car when 2012 2013 I don't remember. Our friend Keith would know because I got delivered to my house the day before his wedding, the day of his wedding. So that was probably 2014. Nope, don't remember. Sorry, Keith. I don't remember either. 2013 or 2014. Um, and it's sad ever since. And because New England, it's not dry here. And it sat with the... You no, know, it was completely assembled, but somehow moisture got inside the engine and it seized the motor up. So that was also while I was here using the Camaro driving around in May. Uh, we freed that motor up with a big piece of wood and a hammer. Mm-hmm. It pulled the cylinder head off the and everything. Pure anger. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> even the hood was off, so you had a good angle with the swing of the hammer. It was, a, it was a whole ordeal. You can go back to May of 2020's episodes and hear that. But the good news is that that car is now at a state where it runs and drives. Uh, there is a big box of parts sitting in my parents' basement for next time that I'm back in Massachusetts with time to work on it. So hopefully in the spring, I'll be able to do all the brakes over and finish the carburetor, and that should be all the car needs to be drivable, I think, if I'm uh, if I'm completely correct. So that's good. What a car do we have, Andrew, that I've worked on? The Gallant is still where it was before, mm-hmm. which is infuriating. Yeah. Um... I don't know what else to say about that. I don't have an excuse other than there it's, was some not tumult- available. There were some tumultuous years where I didn't get to work on it. Now that I have time to work on it, it's in Massachusetts, and I just haven't had a chance to do it. Um, if anybody knows anybody who would take some money to put a 4G63 back together, I might be at the point where I'd be willing to do that uh, just to move the project along because the problem is I come here and there's so many other things to handle. I haven't had a chance to do that. And the motor still needs to go together before I can even put it in the car. And then it needs shakedown miles. And I just, uh, it's, so I need, the motor needs to get put together. I have almost all the parts for it. I think I need maybe a, either a balance shaft or something. Something's missing. It's been so long, I don't even remember. But I have most of the parts. So maybe if somebody knows somebody who's a, a reasonably priced but good engine builder. Or if somebody wants it. For a decent price? Eh, I don't know. It's kind of my white whale. All right. I, I, maybe. I talked to a couple people about it, and I always wind up flaking out in the end. Um, I don't know what that price would be either. That's the problem. So it's kind of just hanging over me. Like, it bugs me because I haven't completed it. It bugs me because I bought it and only drove it, like, twice. 
it bugs me because they have all this stuff to fix it. It's just it's it's a logistics issue at this point. Mm. It's a little difficult for me. So it is still sitting. Um, same thing goes with the RX-7. It hasn't been touched either. I don't think we touched the NSU at all this year. We got it running in 2020, probably. But then I didn't touch it at all in 2021. It was earlier than that. I, don't know, I, can go back, I can go back and check the tapes. Um, so that hasn't been touched either. Oh, boy. Now I'm feeling bad. Uh, what else happened? The Eclipse is great. Yeah. Did a bunch of maintenance on that car again. I did all new suspension on that car. Yeah. Uh, top to bottom. I still need to do, I think, the control arm bushings in the front. So I need lower control arms. They're still a little a little bangy, but not bad. Um, and that car will be 100%. Yeah, they're pretty easy to do. Yeah, that car might be for sale in the spring. Who knows? Um, I'm running out of space in Roman projects, and that would help free up some time and money for the other cars. So, But then again is dumb reliable and has air conditioning so maybe it won't be <laughs> maybe I should hold on to it yeah who knows oh what's next uh Cressida I got back in my life this year so that was huge um probably one of the cars that I missed the most out of any cars I've ever sold hmm. I'd say that and the that and my first talent are probably my most missed cars so it's good to get that car back got it back in better shape than I sold it in which is rare Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been improving it steadily as time's gone. Uh, car is actually currently broken. I think it got jealous of the uh, new acquisition Cressida, so it puked its starter out the day before I went to pick up the new Cressida, but um, there should be a new starter coming soon, and I'll be able to uh, get that back on the road. I mean, it did drive all the way to um, California back for JCCS. It did. I drove it from Phoenix to L.A. and back, so no, no, no issues there at all. I hadn't there. seen the car... In years until I saw it at that show. Yeah, because yeah, so. you don't live in Phoenix, obviously. So, no. Oh, boy. So the other Cressida, you just heard a story of that last week. Uh, unfortunately, I still have not touched it because I'm here in Massachusetts for the holidays. So it was all prep up to Christmas last week in Phoenix. So car time was at a very, a very minimum. And then I flew out here to Massachusetts. So I'm here. Uh, the Toyota pickup. In oh, 2021. <laughs> pandemic actually. project. Yep. Drags well, on. Hey, as the pandemic, as the does. pandemic does too, so we're fine. Um, that's actually had some progress. It's got all new sheet metal it didn't have in 2020, so that's good. Yeah, some people have just been like throwing parts at you to finish it, so. Yeah, I have another guy who's trying to give me a radiator for it too, which I need to, need to get with Steve and get that radiator. Freebies. Yeah, because these trucks just sort of exist. Most of the stuff I've paid for, actually. Just the uh, radiator and the front balance panel have been gifted. Both parts. Put it together as is. What do you mean? Just put it together with parts you have. Lost the plan, and it'll just live with that patina. That's the plan for now. Um, I look cool that way. Are they mismatched and stuff? Oh, everything's mismatched. That's awesome. Yeah, because then it's like the, it's like all this stuff came from people in the the Toyota truck community. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll get it. It's a cool story. It is a neat story, but I have this vision and this plan. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I need to put the motor back together first. I think so. the the big hinge pin is you've been looking into a gra- having a garage being built, and it's just super, super expensive right now because construction is expensive. Yeah, it's so. frustrating. So once that exists, that will free up and make more projects 
come to completion. Yeah, because I'm just literally working in the driveway, so it's difficult to, yeah. to do in the driveway sometimes. But I'm trying to stay motivated and trying to get this stuff done. And I honestly, I've completed more in the past two years than I've completed my entire life prior to that. So I really have no complaints. Like, So that truck is that truck. The Starion is the one in front of that truck. Oh, the Starion. I forgot about the Starion. Yeah. <laughs> God. You guys can see Andrew's face right now. He's so mad at me. Um, the Starion runs... Uh, it still has that same stumbling issue over four grand. Uh, it has been it has been diagnosed. It is the fuel pressure issue. Uh, it's that cheap aftermarket <laughs> fuel pump that I bought is causing me uh. all kinds of fits. So I just need to bite the bullet and buy a good fuel pump for it. Actually, when I was taking the, the drive shell to put <laughs> the parts in. No, I'm going to drive it as is for a while. Um, as I was driving to and from New Mexico to get the Cressida, I was riding with Ron who was telling me all of the woes he said with fuel pumps and Starions, and now he just wound up going with the Walbro pump and or a Bosch pump, and it's fine. Everything else is just garbage. Nothing makes enough pressure. Hmm. So that's that's what's going to happen next. Look at that good pump. It's like 100 bucks. I just got to bite the bullet and do it, and then I got to rewire it a little bit, which I don't know. Why Major. Oh, you have to add heavier gauge wiring from the battery? It needs heavier gauge wiring. With a relay? Oh, yep. So it's like a DSM rewire. It's the same exact, it's exactly the same as a DSM rewire. Yep. Okay. So you got to run heavier gauge. It's not as hard as you think it is. It's not, is it hard? No, it's just me doing it and not screwing it up and doing it right. So it's also going to require me taking the tank out again, which I'm not 100% looking forward to, but it is what it is. It should be easier the second time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could wire it in so that the original fuel pump relay triggers the signal side of your new relay now it sounds like you're making things more difficult no i'm doing it so you can just like you'll turn the key and the you have to look at the wiring diagram there's a way to do it so you can have like the car's original relay in there just send the signal to your new relay and then they'll directly power it okay i think that's probably the easier way to do it well once i have fixed the blue crest of the starter issue and at least touch the tan crested to find out what kind of situation it's in. That staring in is, is number one priority for 2022. So I want to get that car up and moving because if the car gets up and moving, it, it's proof of concept of keep moving forward with the cars in the order they arrived in the house, basically is where it's at. So if that car runs and drives, the car's complete. Otherwise, we put most of the interior back in when we were here, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's got the seats in it. The only thing it doesn't have is the front carpet. So I can pull the seats back out, throw the carpet in, put the console back together. And the car is a complete car. It's heinously ugly, but as you stated with the with the pickup truck, it's it's kind of cool that way. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, where does that leave us? Is there more? Oh my God! Just the of course, there's more. Isn't there the Saab sat for a long time? But wait, there's more. Uh, what else is in my yard? Is the Mustang? It's not mine. Oh, that had a lot of parts acquired for it, though. Tons of parts acquired for it. Man, there's been a lot of stuff happened this year. So. I get down on myself sometimes for not finishing these projects, but man, there's been a lot of stuff happened in 2022 with cars. Uh, 2021, I mean, excuse me. Yeah, the Mustang you got, got a ton up. of parts. Yeah, you guys got to finish it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tons of parts. In fact, we got a ton more parts going home with us right now. Yeah, thanks to Joe. Um, in front of that is we talked about the Blue Colt. In front of that is right now another car that's not mine that's also in my yard. Is that Nissan Micra? Oh, right. That's still sitting in my yard, um, which I'm fine with. That's Jordan's car. Um, I totally I'm cool with that car being there because it's neat and uh, he's going to come over and start working on it as soon as he gets the engine 
because uh, we're not going to do the SR20 swap that it came with. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to the stock one liter because it's the most reasonable way to get the car put back together and on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SR20 swap would require a significant amount of fabrication, which I don't think we're not capable of. It's just going to take a lot of time and effort to do, so we don't want to do it. Um, what else is in the yard, Andrew? Uh, That's it, right? I've actually never been to your house in Phoenix yet. True. The Eclipse. Well, the Volkswagen's still broken, but that's the daily. Uh, Saab, yeah, you said Saab. Yeah, that car sat for a lot of years until 2021. Saab runs and drives. Yeah, it does. Today's Wednesday. Yeah. December 28th. Mm -hmm. Friday, when this episode comes out, that car is driving to Phoenix. All right. It's been sitting since 2017. Yeah. Probably about July. Yeah. Now the confession time is pay a shop to fix it up. We're getting there. We're getting there. So there's a story with this car, which if you weren't doing a full rundown of the 2021 State of the Automotive Union here, uh, this episode would have had a lot of stuff about the Saab. Anyway, so here we go. Saab was broken. Saab needed brakes. Mm-hmm. Minimally. Yeah. I tried selling the Saab for like a fire sale price like of a five hundred dollars. I added up for a thousand dollars. I was willing to take five hundred just to get it out of my life. I sold the Saab to my cousin mm-hmm. who gave me a thousand dollars and I said, Okay, so here's the deal. You gave me a thousand dollars. In the spring when I come back, we're gonna put brakes in the car and we're gonna go through the car. And whatever it costs to go through the car will come out of this thousand dollars. I won't charge you any more. So that was going to be probably, you know, five or six hundred bucks. So I would have made four hundred bucks in the car selling it. Whatever, son, your cousin. Right, because he's family. Yeah. He decided he did not want the car after that, after like three months. So now the car came back. So I gave him a thousand dollars back. So now here I am, frustrated because the car is sitting in my parents' yard in Salem across the country from me. Mm hmm. Trying to figure out what to do with it. An idea came to me because the Volkswagen broke. Okay. And I said, well, I need a daily. Because I want to fix the Volkswagen and get rid of it before it becomes a losing proposition. I'm still not upside down in it. I can get my money back out of the car. Almost all that I paid for it. Even after putting this new clutch in it, I think it'll be worth what I paid for it, if not more. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, move on to something else and, and break even on this car at minimum, even putting time and effort into it. But what car is a good daily? Size so shopping for cars. After listening to this podcast, you realize I have too many cars already, so why am I shopping for cars? I have this Saab. Oh, you dummy, you have this Saab. Put the Saab together and make that your new daily. Problem being, it's in Massachusetts. Right. I knew it needed brakes because you had to pump the pedal twice. That meant that a caliper was sticking somewhere. Because on the first pump, the pedal goes to the floor. Second pump, the pedal had pressure. So generally, that's a sign of a caliper sticking as a general rule. Didn't know what caliper it was. Didn't want to buy all four and try to guess. So I finally said, all right, here's what's going to happen. I called my dad, and I was like, hey, you have a trusted mechanic friend somewhere in Salem. And he recommended the... Jackson Street Motors in Salem, his, his friend, Ziad, to take a look at the car. 
So Zia looked at the car with my dad, and uh, they determined it wasn't worth fixing. Yeah. Which confused me. Um, but I think that the assumption was that it's a $500 car, and I shouldn't spend any time on it. Problem being, these 9,000s aren't $500 cars anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've <clears> kind of crossed that threshold into collectability and weird and sobness. So one that's in like half decent shape like mine is probably worth four or five grand. Um, like the super nice, super top of the line five speed turbo cars, mine's an automatic turbo, are trading for, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven grand. So for my mind, it was worth putting, you know, up towards a couple of thousand dollars into the car to make it drivable. Because I'm not gonna lose money at that point. I think I was only into the car for six hundred bucks. So that's what we did. Um, I said, listen, I said, I understand your concern. I said, but it's not a $500 car. So if you put a couple of grand into it, I'm still going to be okay. And I already own the car. So we might as well just put some money into the car I already own instead of spending two grand on a car I know nothing about. Right? Right. So there we are. So that's what I did. I gave him a couple of grand. Um, and he did four wheel brakes, all new calipers, all new rotors. Yep. One axle, a battery, fluid change, sway bar links, patched up the exhaust, and just kind of a general check over of everything else to make sure nothing was going to like immediately fall apart on me. So car passed all his tests. Everything seemed good. I flew into Boston. Actually, we flew into Logan Airport on Christmas night. So Christmas day late in the day i took the car for a drive what a christmas present absolutely i only had to pay two thousand dollars for it uh 2200 or something to be exact so christmas day we took the car for a drive and uh, everything seemed fine i took the car up to where my daughter lives and dropped her off and drove back home and the gas tank strap broke yeah (laughs) so there's that uh actually you came over with some tin snips and I uh, helped get that thing cut off the car, the remainder of it. And the gas tank actually was held up by the e-brake cable, mm-hmm. which is fine on one side. Mm-hmm. So we were able to drive it for another day or so while we waited for the new gas tank straps to come in, which apparently are a common failure point on Saab 9000s. Sure. After reading about them, just because of the way they trap moisture and they're like a fairly thin gauge steel. Yeah. And the tank is at least plastic. So the, the tank, tank is not plastic. Yep. So we were able to get new ones from FCP Euro. Yeah, shout out to FCP Euro. Yeah, they were here in a day. Like, I ordered them, what day is today? Tuesday? Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Today's Wednesday, right? Yep. I ordered them Tuesday morning. Uh, Monday. No, what day? Monday. I don't yeah, know. Monday. They were here next day. So I ordered them Monday, and they were here on Tuesday, like midday, which is amazing, because they came from Georgia, and I didn't pay, like, overnight shipping. They, yeah. just, they just showed up. I wish, wish, wish there was a version of SCP Euro for... FCP Japanese? Japanese stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It just doesn't exist. Nope, absolutely. It'd be really nice. If anybody knows of an FCP Euro-like business for Japanese cars, please let it's us know. It's would be like Rock Auto. Yeah, it's not even close. Oh, you have a fun Rock Auto story, too. Yeah, well, I forgot about that with the Colt. We'll, get, we'll circle back. Um, so anyway, we got the gas tank straps in. Uh, we put those in... Was that today? That was today. God, everything's learning. Really it only took together. like an hour. When you're only here for like four or five days, everything just kind of smushes together. It was so easy. Yeah, we got the <laughs> new gas tank straps in today. It was pretty easy. I think the most challenging part was we had to jack the tank up to get enough. By, I mean. Like an inch, if not half an inch. My tolerance level for repairs is so high. This was like a two, this is like a one. <laughs> 
This oh, is easy. very easy. Yeah. Like like a like a ten is like an engine rebuild. This is a sure. one. Yeah, this was like the same level as an oil change. Yeah. Like it was about the same amount of work. I think actually probably the most challenging part was making sure we didn't break the bolts or the nuts, taking them off. Yeah, and just having years of experience with rusty stuff, like I just know how to do it. Yep. Yeah, it, worked most, out, it worked out pretty well. I didn't even get to use my new induction heater. No. I was all ready to no, go. They came off a little uh, deep creep in the proper amount of pressure and a hammer. It made it work. So the new straps went in. I mean, that was pretty much painless. And then we spent a few hours just kind of going through the car. Uh, we topped off fluids that needed to be topped off. Changed some bulbs needed to be changed. I put floor mats in it because highfalutin here. Uh, that's probably about it. Pick, the win- pickled it in vinegar. Yeah, Naomi cleaned the windows with vinegar because they were gross from sitting, and I didn't know that vinegar was such a good cleaning product for like car windows. But they're like gla- I said, they like glass. I remember like glass, <laughs> but they like crystal clear glass. I remember my grandmother used to use it to clean her, ho- her house windows. Yeah, it worked really well, and there was a little bit of mold actually on one of the uh, seat belts, and she doused that in vinegar yesterday, and all the mold is gone. So it's a pretty. A pretty good cleaning product. Yeah, you get by stuff. the smell. Once you get past, it smells the smell. like feet. It's but... awful. I, both of us hate the smell of vinegar, and it's weird. So yeah, salt and vinegar chips, not for me. Nope. Not gonna touch them. Nope. Gag me immediately. Uh, so anyway, that's all done. We actually drove it last night a bunch of miles, you know, probably somewhere between sixty and hundred miles, and uh, everything seemed fine. I do have four new Bridgestones coming for it tomorrow. Because I, you know, one of the things if you kind of drive a car across country, you probably shouldn't do it on fifteen-year-old dry rotted tires. Again, we talked about uh, since Discount Tire bought Tire Rack. Yes, your like discount card worked there. Yeah, I have I have a discount credit card because when you buy four tires with a discount credit card, it's zero percent interest for six months. And then if you live in New England and you order from Tire Rack, they're typically next day because they have a warehouse in Connecticut. Yep, and we got four Bridgestone Taranza all seasons. For like seventy four dollars each, like super cheap. So you get those on a zero interest credit card. It'll be like three hundred bucks. I'll throw them on hundred bucks a month for the next three months, and they'll be paid off. Like, yeah. don't even have to think about it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, and also on top of that, because we used our discount credit card, Tire Rack and Discount are throwing an offer right now where if you buy four Bridgestones, you get fifty bucks in a like a prepaid debit card. There you go. So. Some gas two hundred and fifty dollars in tires, <laughs> like yeah. so cheap. That's like the same price as buying used tires. <laughs> so it's so good. So it's got four new tires coming in tomorrow to put on it, and then, uh, like I said, Friday a.m. We're in the car on the road down the road. Hopefully, plan is one night to like Illinois, next night to Oklahoma to her sister's house. I throw some fuel injector cleaner in it. I'm afraid to. Why? I don't know. I don't want to loosen something up in the tank and have an issue going on the road. No. Maybe. It seems to be running pretty well. The car runs tops. I mean, it's significantly faster than the diesel Volkswagen, which isn't saying much. Yeah. Um, the only issue with the car that's a major issue for the cross-country <coughs> drive is... You're there, Andrew? Yep. All right, good. Um, is that it doesn't have a radio. Mm. So we'll have some... You guys will sing along. We'll sing along to, to our own songs. You have a little Bluetooth speaker with you? We each have our own set of headphones. It's you listen funny. to different things. She asked if I wanted to bring the Bluetooth speaker, and I said, no, I'm bringing a whole stereo to put in the car. 
problem is I bought the stereo for the car back in like 2016 when I bought the car. And for some reason, the pigtail that goes into the back of the stereo is missing. So it's not at the car end. It's the end that goes into the aftermarket radio. Yeah, the plugs that come with the radio. They're yeah. usually in the box of the radio. It's not in the box, so we couldn't do it. So I ordered one, and it was supposed to be here today. And I just got a notification from Amazon either late last night or early this morning that it wasn't going to be here until Monday when we're already back in Phoenix. It's also wild to me that you told me there's no female adapter to plug the car side into. Yeah, that, no, then you crimp no, to the Yeah, nobody radio makes harness. the... That's really weird. Nobody makes an adapter for this particular side. Because that car was made for like 10 years? Uh, longer than that. But the issue is that this is a late model redesigned interior with the Bose stereo. Oh, so it's probably... Is it, is it Bose? Not Bose. What's the... It's Harman Kardon. Harman Kardon. Oh, so there's probably... I'm thinking of the, the Q45 has Bose. There's probably an amp probably. for that that requires the special plugs. They never made it. Probably. So, so what's going to happen? Yeah, your expert stereo installer, Jordan. Yes, when I get back to Phoenix, I'll have Jordan put a stereo in it that works and just works without questioning it because I don't know how to deal with it now. So... Yeah, we have our own headphones. We can each listen to our own podcasts. Or we can sit there and, like, sync up our phones and press play at the same time and listen to the same podcast to have a conversation about it. But, yeah, so I'm pretty excited slash nervous to drive the car home. Yeah. I did that headphone thing a couple times at G20 because it just has the CD player. Sure. I'm going to get a a unit, a single-din unit for that this year, too. Because it's kind of annoying, but it's not too bad. I do it in the older cars. Um, yeah, because the speakers are crummy anyways. Oh, they don't, they don't have radio at all, like the Blue Colt. Or like yeah. G20's got decent speakers. So, so. I, don't, I don't put two headphones in, um, and I don't listen to music because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to. So what I usually do is the the right ear, I'll put one like earbud in and listen to a podcast because that way I can still have full hearing around me with the left ear and... Uh, not just have two headphones in all the time, it'd be annoying. This must exist. Uh, a Bluetooth into a CD changer plug? Probably. It must exist. I, I need to look it up. For like auxiliary, you mean? N- no. So the Q45 CD changer doesn't work. Okay. But it's in the back. So I was wondering if I can wire in a Bluetooth unit that plugs into that serial port, whatever they use for the CD changer. Maybe. And then power it off of what the CD changer would use the and then I can hit CD in the radio because I don't want to take because it's a really in-dash unit it's full integrated it's fully integrated it's yeah. not really a double din or a single din what I've been seeing for that kind of setup is using the I don't want to use the antenna but you use the one that plugs in the antenna port it yeah, doesn't just it, it works very well the ones that plug into the antenna port but it'd be I, cool to hit the CD button and that's actually the Bluetooth button especially since the changer doesn't work yeah possibly it exists I'll have I to mean, look that up. I'm not sure. I'll get it's, back to everyone on that. It's kind of a, you could probably wire it up to work. You don't have to make a direct adapter for it. it well, no, if it's already got that serial cable, I think I think that's what it's called, going to the CD changer like so it. it can, like, control it. There's actually one of those cables in the trunk of the Saab, too, probably for a CD changer. Yeah. My assumption is, even though it does have a single dash, it has a single, di- or single CD player in dash, mm. but it also has that cable in the trunk, which I assume was for a changer in the trunk. And like what I'm looking at the G20 works. now is just the the newer Kenwood units, no CD anymore. Then they have what they call a, a short chassis, so it's not even as deep. Okay. 
So it's even easier to install into vehicles. Interesting. Well, I know that a couple of my doesn't need to fit a CD anymore. So I've looked into there's a couple that are like Bluetooth direct amp. So you just have this little Bluetooth amplifier that you wire the speakers into, and there's no head unit at all. I, for, yeah, I've seen those for the older cars. I have one of those to put in the Colt that I just haven't done yet. Mm. That way, you just put this little Bluetooth amp in the glove box. It's literally all I want in a car is yeah. a Bluetooth. I don't use anything else. And a way to charge so, the phone. Yep, and that can all be done in one integrated unit usually. Yeah. Doesn't even require a change in the factory radio. You just put it on the glove box. I don't care if one of my old cars doesn't have a screen for like CarPlay because I don't use them enough. Sure. Everyday car with a CarPlay is great, yep. but like an old car, I don't care. I've never had CarPlay, so I couldn't tell you. It's pretty sweet. I'm sure it is. Actually, I, I never will have CarPlay because I don't have an Apple phone. Well, Android Auto, it's the same. Yeah, same they thing. both are the same. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the state of the project cars. Uh, yeah, that quick rock auto story is I ordered a carburetor rebuild kit for the 74 Colt. And uh, obviously I ordered it weeks ago and it came in and it's been sitting in my parents' basement. And I came here and I was like, maybe we have free time. We'll work on the Colt instead of the Saab all week, which obviously we didn't. Um, but the carburetor rebuild came and it was a throttle body rebuild kit for a 4.3 Chevy. Yeah, S10s. And, oh, the worst. So because... I paid like $3 for it. I just gave it to your dad. Yeah, it turns out my dad can use it. So. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it was addressed to some poor guy in Kentucky who didn't get his. Yeah, sorry, bro. Yeah, he probably got a, a carburetor rebuild kit for a 74 He's Colt. He's trying to put it. Which my assumption is it's probably like the only carburetor kit for a 74 Colt on the shelf, and I gave it to this random dude, and now I can't even get one, I bet. I haven't tried. But... Yeah, he's probably trying to 4-3 swap his uh, Montero or something. Yeah. Ugh, the worst people ever. The worst but anyway, yeah, that's the uh, that's the state of the project car union for me. So too many cars, but after saying it all out loud, there's some serious progress there. So I think so. Making waves, making waves. Might not seem like it, but I'm making waves. I don't think I've got any cars. Did I forget any cars? <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep track. There's no like Colt that's kind of a non a non a non-starter. Yeah, literally a non-starter. Oh yeah. Um. I do have, we did get to put, you're the first car to get one of our new bumper stickers we were going to come out with. That's true. Um, we have a couple cool bumper stickers coming out for 2022. It says, uh, drive an obscure car. Yep. So it's going on uh, Saab. I'm going to throw it on the Q45. Yep, it's on the back window of the Saab. And then because you have so many cars, we came up with another one that says, my other car is too many cars. Yeah, that's my favorite one. So, um, yeah, we'll have those. Coming up soon. That's, I think my inaugural um, placement of one of those will be on the back of the Toyota pickup when it's running. All right. So. Sounds cool. I have a uh, one hell of a town sticker to put on it as well, so. I love terrible ones. No. That should go on there, though. That should go on the, that should go on the Saab, actually. But. Well, anyway, uh, Happy New Year's to everyone. You'll listen to this on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Happy drop. New Year's, for sure. Um, thanks for listening all year, all five years. Yeah, yeah, we, we, kinda, we, we forgot glossed over it. We had a five-year anniversary in November. We completely forgot. Yeah. That's how that's how dedicated we are. Somewhere out there, floating in the uh, in the podcast verse, there's a bunch of small episodes to put together into our 500th episode, or a, what is it, 500th, 250th, 200th episode, 200th. I forgot about that too. Yeah, it's still uh, out there. Somewhere. All these things I have to work on. That <laughs> um, it's almost like we don't get paid to do this, Andrew. Yeah, and I apologize to the people that were on it. Um, 
we're gonna have you. We're just gonna have you on as regular guests again, anyways. Yeah, it'll be on. Twenty twenty two is a year of change. It's a year of progress. It's a year of lots of guests, lots of website, lots of article, lots of stickers, lots of merch. Everything comes out in twenty twenty two. Literally, as we sit here, there's a stack of merch next to us, um, which will be able to be purchased once the website is up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all it's all coming together, and 2022 is going to be a big year. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it's all coming together. Yeah. We don't have any uh, – we have no excuse not to make it a big year. We're both all kind of settled in what we're doing. There are a few tumultuous years, and they're past us. Um, I say that knocking on wood, but I think it's all uh, it's all gravy moving forward. So lots will happen, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Starting with a sob drive cross country. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. Hell of a way to kick off the year, right? Mm hmm. Really is. So, yeah. Thanks for all being listeners. And uh, as always, keep cares analog and aim for the roses. Yeah.